Welcome to Social Distancing with Mike Landana, a podcast intended to bring people together while being confined to buildings. Speak your mind, but no politics. Join the Discord server and be part of the discussion. And now, me, Mike Landana, and special guest host, you, 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 you two over there, you over here. Today is Tuesday, March 24th, 2020, day 26,712,000 of the stay home, stay safe, quarantine, isolation, whatever you want to call it, but here we are. Welcome to Social Distancing. I'm Mike Landana, and with me via Discord, if you go on PSN, he's Game Crazy Scorpio, but I know him as Ryan. Ryan Griffith, Ryan Griffith the one, the only, the asshole, the uh, whatever you want to call me. I don't care what you believe, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to keep this uh, a PG one, so easy okay, to that's find the last out. Time I'll say it. Thank you. <laughs> Disclaimer. Hashtag demonetized, even though I'm not seeing a penny anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe if this was going to YouTube. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I'm not going to chance yeah, we'd it. We'd have to do like some Skype face-to-face recordings on a laptop and stuff, and I don't exactly have my own laptop, so... And I don't exactly have a face for video, so... Skype? I said I don't have a face for video. You got a voice for radio, though. <laughs> exactly. So... Got a face for it, too. <laughs> so that being said, uh... How's your time in the apocalypse? Uh, I'm still working because I'm considered essential. In Connecticut, essential is labeled as pretty much anybody that does not work in a mall. Or in sports, or any sort of things that have gatherings of large people. Or large gatherings of people. I could be both. So, yeah. So for those... I work for a plasma donation center, so... You're you're pretty much close to the front lines for critical care when it's needed. Basically. Yeah. So for those listening, Ryan lives in Indiana, land of Indiana people. I don't know. What, what are you called? Indianans? <laughs> no, they're labeled up as Hoosiers. Ah, um, see? That, that's, there's that. There's Pacers, Boilermakers, and... <sighs> All that stuff. Notre fucking oh, screw that. Um, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Well, that that could be edited out in post anyway. But I'm probably not going to because I like to keep this as natural and unprocessed as possible. Think of it like American cheese, only better. And American cheese is pretty good. <laughs> it depends on how you go at it. I got medium cheddar on my fucking on my sandwich. Hey, cheddar's not bad. Some would even say cheddar is better. So, only if it's like green and folds up in my wallet in my pocket. Mm, now, but the uh, stay-at-home order that you were talking about, ours actually literally starts at midnight tonight. Wow. So, but because I'm considered as essential, I'm still got to go to work. The problem is, I wonder how things are going to happen since, I, like I said, I work plasma donation. So, I'm actually curious to see how many people are actually able going to be able to show up. Yeah, and I mean, it should be kind of like a screening process. Like, if you've tested negative for COVID, it's okay. But unfortunately, you know, testing kits are in short supply, and 
you can only get tested if you're showing the symptoms of it. So that's kind of that's kind of a thing. I guess you'd have to just N95 and PPE it up. Dude, I'm living that stuff at work. Yeah, um, my sister-in-law is a nurse at a primary care, and she's the COVID screener. And you know, I drove up to New York to get my little sister on Sunday, and she was there. I mean, first off, she's worked over 61 hours, and you could tell she was just exhausted. So there's that. And then on top of that, a bunch of her uh, coworkers are in quarantine and self-isolation, you know, diagnosed with it. So, you know, I'm just like, well, chances are I've been to expo- I've been exposed to it. So here's hoping that enough hand washing and don't touch me, you know, will work. If it does, cool. And if I get it, I get it. But, you know, I'm still going to keep myself away from everybody. Right. I hear you on that one. And that's just the freaking and, – and that's just the whole thing on this is just the fact that it's also, like I said, not just the limiting of groups of everybody but that, but it's also like increasing a lot of the panic. And I think it's uh, – don't get me wrong. And I do firmly believe this whole thing should be treated very seriously. And Oh, absolutely. But I think a lot of the panic that's going around that's also causing the social distancing that they want to put out there is a lot of the people just panicking. Like, look at a lot of the shops and everything like that and all the memes that have gone around on not just on social media as a whole, but like, you know, the freaking toilet paper jokes. Freaking Beavers was resurrected from the dead as the great Cornholio for this. Yeah. <sighs> Where is the teepee for my bumbo? Ah! <laughs> um... People, people have been freaking out over Discord, it, huh? If, if you look, if you look at your uh, general chat on the Discord on the meme I just freaking posted on there. Oh, uh, due to social distancing, I won't be there for three weeks or six weeks. I lied. Yeah, I lied. Six more weeks of social distancing. Let's freaking go for the uh, groundhog holding the sign. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with this, everyone's like, "Oh, we'll be able to resume our lives April 1st. It doesn't work that way. Yes. It could either, we could either be fine tomorrow, like all of a sudden it goes poof, and let's be real, that's not going to happen. Or it could be like four months. I know four months is a long time and everything, but I'd rather have to deal with that than say a year or something. You know? And the crowd goes mild. <laughs> uh, no, I apologize for that. I have my daughter talking to me as well. Uh, yeah, so I kind of had to... Hey, family first. Yeah. So, you have a daughter. Is she in school yet? She's five. Is she in, no. like, daycare? Anything? Nope. Okay. <sighs> I was going to say, are there any sort of, like, school close-downs? I mean, probably now, especially oh, dude, with... everywhere here, and they are shut down at least until after, what, spring break would be coming back from and everything like that, which, at the same time, I think is going to be ridiculous because knowing our school system, they're going to make them... They're going to have them make it back up. Wow. Well, in Connecticut... They're going to make... Have... Go ahead. No. Um, I was going to say, Connecticut has... Uh... Well, on a normal school year, you have to complete 180 days as a school, you know, a city, all that stuff. Uh, the governor waived that because he knows that this is going to be longer than any of it. So, 
you know. And it will be, but something school corporation, they're a bunch of morons. They really are. Yeah. Well, I'm personally just waiting to see if some woman named Karen with some random ass healing crystal is going to sit there and say, I want to speak to your manager. Yeah, and then she's going to start selling her uh, um, essential oils. Essential oils. Yeah. Man. And her Lululemon well, leggings. Yeah, well, if, if that's the case, make her go to work if she really wants to be essential enough to put oil on it. If it's essential, then you should have put oil on it. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> For, for those listening, I'm sorry you had to hear my half-ass singing voice. It's not my full singing voice, but it's still bad. All right, Kat, I need you to get out of here. Go, go, go. Scram. Okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you're not putting yourself at, at risk by working, how are you uh, getting by with things? Easily. Doing what I do anyway before social distancing was becoming a thing. Being distanced from society. <laughs> yeah, playing video games. Yeah. You find me on PlayStation Network, usually playing a lot of Destiny 2, but with the Final Fantasy VII Remake coming, ooh, I'm excited, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. I'm just really kind of surprised it's a game that releases on a Friday instead of a Tuesday. Hey, they're going with the, the uh, traditional way of game releases. They used to be on Fridays. <laughs> Alrighty then. But I've been. I actually played the demo, and my God, was it beautiful! Yeah. It, um. For those that listened last week when uh, Rhiannon was on, she was excited about it too. So. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be the game that's gonna keep a lot of people busy for a while because, uh, granted, it's only gonna cover like the first part, the first disc, all the way up of the original game, all the way until uh, the escape from uh, Midgar. Okay. However. They're reimagining the whole game and everything like that. There's going to be bigger spaces to be walking through. There's going to be more to see. There's going to be more side stuff to take care of. So, am I? Am I kind of? Am I excited about this? These no. Changes? Yes. No. I, I not at all. Am. Dude, sarcasm. Yeah. I know it is. I know what sarcasm <laughs> is, you asshole. Okay. Okay, Sheldon. <laughs> So, I was just actually being serious, and I was actually excited by that. <laughs> oh, no, no, I know you are, but you know me. If if there's a moment to be sarcastic, I'm going to take it. So, yeah. I feel you on that. I got to say, I'm getting bored. I mean, I'm obviously keeping away from everybody, and I've got, you know, my PlayStation and stuff, but I want a new game, but at the same time, it's like don't need to spend the extra money. Mm. I want to do game myself, but I can't afford it. That's about right. I mean, you've got responsibilities with, you know, your daughter and wife, so. Yeah, well, I also got to get ready to take everything into court as well, so it's just one it, massive pain in the ass after another. It's a handful, so. Especially since I'm going to be working to get custody of my daughter and everything like that. And right now, I'm going full in, full ham. Well, yeah, you need to. Because she's important, obviously. So, if you're not going not. if you're not going full steam into it, then why bother? Oh, no. I'm talking about, I mean, to a point where if things go the way I want to go, 
do I, do I really want to cut her mom out of her life? No, but right now I'm being forced to do so. Yeah. I'm not going to go into detail why over the podcast. No, 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 no. Do not. We're trying to be personal, but we're not, we're not trying to be invasive here. <laughs> right, but I will say this for a fact. It's for my daughter's benefit, and even her family is behind me. Wow. Well, I mean, you are a, a really good dad anyway, so I mean, she deserves to have that the best there. Mm-hmm. And I do my best to supply yeah. As long as she's happy, healthy, and in a good, safe place physically and mentally, perfect. Yeah. Right now, it's pretty easy to keep her distracted with Disney Plus. Dude, it's it's pretty easy for a lot of people to stay distracted with Disney Plus. Yeah, but you don't quite. People don't quite understand just how easy it is to distract kids. With Disney Plus. Oh, no. oh, people with kids absolutely know that. Trust me. My, my sister had, like, Netflix and Disney Plus on for the kids, and they were fine. I mean, there is my nephew who was just screaming his brains out because he wants to scream, but, you know, to each his own. Okay, go watch your movie. <sighs> but, yeah, I've been watching... Wait a second, I'm sorry. No, no worries. We'll be right back after break. Okay, break's over now. So if you're listening to this uh, in the Facebook page, let me know what you're watching on YouTube. I could always use something new. Uh, See, I've been watching a lot of Smosh videos, watching the Try Guys, uh, Strictly Dumpling. Pretty eclectic mix. (laughs) Andy's back. I, I gotta go back over my YouTube channel. Well, because I'm thinking about pushing some extra down to any of my downtime into that. Well, if you're streaming, why don't you just add Twitch to it? I was considering that notion, but I don't really have quite the following on on, on YouTube as it is. Yeah, so but if you, I don't have a consistent following, I should say. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you add, you know, your what you're playing and stuff, and hashtagging and everything. It kind of develops on its own, because after a while it'll say, now playing here, and it'll show random people playing. You never know what could happen. You might just get, like, Mr. Beast to show up, and he gives you $5,000 because you blew yourself up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still waiting for somebody to sit there and think they're going to try to pay me because I think somebody in the head with a bazooka back in Call of Duty World War II. I have proof of this. Yes, I've seen it. (laughs) I've seen it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it, it is, especially because you hear the ding and then a big explosion. It, it works. <laughs> All right, so switching things around but staying on topic at the same time, what do you think of WrestleMania being switched over from, you know, Tampa, whatever the name of the stadium is, to the Performance Center and over a span of two nights? I'm not mad. Honestly, okay. I really do think with the, with how WrestleMania, and I'm gonna give you two reasons why I'm not mad. With the uh, one going over the two night span and everything like that, look how well that worked over for Wrestle Kingdom. 
that's and with the and with how long the WrestleMania cards have been going, like over the seven to eight hour marks and everything like that, it only makes sense for it to be split into two nights. One, you can actually have longer matches depending on the feud and everything like that. Like I'm gonna use this current feud, current that is between Edge and Randy Orton. They deserve at least a good. 30 to 45 minutes on a last man standing match. Just imagine the things they can do, especially with last night's promo. And and that's actually going to lead to another point of mine that, uh, that's a kind of away from WrestleMania, but still WWE. Matter of fact, just for one professional wrestling related, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, going to hold two night setup and everything like that. It's been a long time coming. It's been, it's needed to be done. And, and there'll actually be a lot less stress on the production. Okay. And it can also be a lot less stress on the performers and everything like that, having to condense what they wanted to do as a good match into a complete, like, five, ten-minute match because they have to make room for everybody on the card. And that also leads to my other point. It also makes more chances to have more people on the card. All right. So, to me, it's the right call. And moving into the Performance Center, it's going to be weird to see a big event with no fans in attendance, like uh, something as big as WrestleMania, anyway. To have no fans in on it, that's going to be the weird part. However, I do firmly believe because of the coronavirus and everything like that, it was it was the right call. All right. I mean, I firmly believe that it was the right call because there's no need to have like eighty five thousand people. You don't know who there, and you don't know who's infected and who's not because you can't test on the fly. Yeah. Crunch, crunch. So. At first, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, this is stupid. You know, like, they're losing a lot of money because of ticket sales and travel packages and merchandising and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, there was the thought of them moving it to, like, June 7th at Madison Square Garden. And I was like, that's not bad. But then, thinking about it even more from a creative perspective, you can't push a storyline that was supposed to peak in, like, two weeks... You can't extend that until June. That's just way too long, and the, anybody watching it would get bored. Yeah, you're not kidding about that. You, it's and here's the thing, though. Here, here's the thing that, that I really wish that creative would go back into it. Uh, idea, the idea of this, all the small feuds. I'm not talking about like the feuds over the titles or anything like that. All the small feuds that aren't that like super personal or anything like that. Like, oh no, this guy stole my girlfriend. Those can be resolved on television matches. They do not need to go to pay per view. Yeah. I mean, one good example of that was, like, Aleister Black and Velveteen Dream. Sure, it was on TakeOver, which was like a pay-per-view, but it wasn't for a title. It was just a standalone feud, and it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wanted, well, not you, but Velveteen wanted Aleister Black to say his name, and, they, you know, they had the big build-up, then that amazing TakeOver match, and then at the end, Aleister's sitting there right next to Velveteen. Velveteen's, like, trying to get up and he's like enjoy infinite infamy velveteen dream and then the crowd popped and it was so simple and it was so good as a finish so yeah and to me that match itself the way it was being built was i felt like was takeover worthy especially when you consider that at that time no, I don't get it. Uh, at that time, I don't really think that NXT was really focused on the tag team title, on the tag team division, yeah. as much as they have been lately. Yeah. And the reason why they're more focused on it lately as it is, 
is the because of the fact that they won't really have any standalone tag teams away from the UE, away from yeah, and then the, uh, who else? The Broserweights right now. The Broserweights. Oh my god, that was the stupidest name ever. But hey, what are you gonna do? Um, Sophia, go watch a movie. Um, and now I want to say the Grizzled Young Veterans also kind of fit in that card now. And dude, hand that one, hand that bald dude on there a freaking mic, and he he'll give you gold. Uh, and that, that's actually gonna lead to the one point I was actually getting ready to lead to is um, hearing some of these promos without the live card, especially from the heel side of everything like that, I'm starting to think that sometimes the audience is the problem when it comes down to the promos. Oh, absolutely. Especially for some of the heel promos. Yeah. The biggest issue right now is the internet. People are reading the dirt sheets, and while most of them are like, inconclusive or just downright false, people are finding things out. Like, we had the the thing for the Royal Rumble, and people are like, oh, there's MVP's uh, Titantron video. Now, come on. It helps, it helps that people are like, oh, hey, he's here, cool. But at the same time, it's like, that magic's gone. Like, that surprise of knowing... Who's you know, like who's coming out, and then you hear his theme, and you're like, oh my god, and you lose it. Um, you know, Edge like the Hardy Boys back in WrestleMania. I don't want to say thirty, but the one before that, the one that the New Day hosted. It wasn't thirty, was it? Was it like thirty-two or something? I don't know. I don't know. I just, all I know is that when they with their music kit, the entire room just the entire freaking building. If there was a roof, it would have been gone. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's not a figure of speech. That's just literal. That's how loud the crowd was. Yeah, it was uh, WrestleMania thirty three. So oh man, I feel dumb for that. Please don't worry. Um, one of the things like that made me lose it. The thing with Rumble though, like Edge was kind of like teasing his return with like an Instagram post where he was looking over his gear and just kind of like pondering. And then people like, "Oh, Edge is coming back." And we all knew it. And then but here's the thing, during the Rumble, I completely forgot Edge was coming back. So that pop when that you think you know me part hit, I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I was like, "I forgot." Mhm. So that's literally the only way you can ever be surprised by anything nowadays that you just have to forget. Yeah, and no. it, wrestling needs to get better in hiding <laughs> news like that. Yeah, but I'm just going to say that if people really just, I'm not going to say ignore the dirt sheets or anything like that. What are you guys on? Oh, you guys are on Netflix. What do you want to, um, I'm going to put you on hold one more time. This is the last time, I promise. Do, 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 do. No, I'm not fandangling, by the way. I'm just sitting here, so. Secret Life of Pets 2 it is. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah, my fucking tooth hurts like a bitch. Okay, editing that out. Sorry about that, but it, it, it truly does. Like, I had... No, I had found a 
nasty little crack in my tooth that's like right along the gum line and it's on my back tooth. Oh. That sucks, dude. Tell me about it. But that's just that's 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 why I swore like that in that case, because it really does hurt. Oh. Well see, I kinda had a little dental emergency last week. I was uh going up my stairs at about twelve in the morning and I didn't see my cat lying along the step. Ouch. So <laughs> I'm trying to see where this is going. <laughs> I didn't I I didn't step on her. But it was enough where she was able to jump out on time and I tripped on the stair and I went mouth first into my railing. Ow. And the canine on my on my right side, which it's for those who don't know, the canine is the tooth that kind of looks like a vampire tooth or dog tooth, whichever you prefer. Um, it hit the railing and it popped out the filling that I had. Ooh. I thought that I broke my tooth. So I was freaking out, and it being 12, I remember making the call to, like, 1-800-DENTIST at, um, oh, by the way, not a sponsor, um, 12.24 in the morning making that call, and it was just like, oh my god, what am I going to do? Holy crap, holy crap, and they're like, okay, well, here's this place, they're going to call you in the morning, so I called, like, they called me, and they're like, can you come in at, like, 10.30? Like, yes, Sure. Went in, and the dentist was like, you popped out a filling. We're going to refill it, but we have to kind of drill around more so it has something to grab on better. I hate the dentist. You know, drills and all that wonderful stuff. So I was kind of panicking to begin with. But Yeah, I don't blame you. But they had Thor 2 on the TV in front of me in the room, so I was, like, paying attention to that, and then... They did the numbing stuff, and... Jesus Christ, that movie was terrible. Hey, it's better than watching someone stick things in my mouth. No, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> so, needless to say, that was all going on. He filled it and all that, and like a half hour later, I was out the door, and I was like, okay, cool. Then I had to wait for the uh, Novocaine to wear off, because I was trying to... Trying to drink a can of energy drink, and I could only feel the can on like half of my lips. I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> well, down it went too. Not down your throat either. That's what she said. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get over here. But needless yeah, to say, it's... it was taken care of. So, uh, yeah, what you like that? Uh, um, there are, um, yeah, I got one for you. And here's an excellent question for you from okay. my perspective. Like, me, we all like to get excited about new games and everything like that. We're looking forward to specific titles that we've been waiting for forever and everything like that. Um, what is your opinion on a lot of these uh, studios just releasing remasters and everything like that of games that they were already fully made? Um, well, the way I see it is the market for a lot of new games and everything, it's dwindled. We've had uh, studio closures and 
rebrands and all that stuff. So, I mean, right now we're just kind of in a period where it's like trying to scrape by as best we can. So, depending on the game being remastered, it's if it's something good, then awesome. If not, then why are you even bothering with this? So, yeah, like it's kind of how I felt about some of the spy, like uh, the the second game of the Spiral Trilogy. I did not think the second one was good. Um, I wouldn't know. I haven't played it, but um, right now my game of choice is uh, Ratchet and Clank. I have noticed. And, you know, it's just me doing something during all this. And, you know, like last night, I well, last night and parts of today, I was doing the, uh, the long shot storyline in Madden 2018. Good storyline. Very good story. And, um, it kind of made There's me go... There's difficulty in that, so I understand. Huh? There's a lot of difficulty in that, and I understand. No, you know, I mean, obviously for certain sections I kind of looked online to figure out how to get the best grade possible. My dude still didn't get drafted, but he got a call from Dan Marino at the end. <laughs> well, apparently that's the director's cut ending. Like, okay, whatever. What a surprise. But it was a great story, and I think the reason why... I got that ending because everything was good except for like one of the target practice, like the target practice versus Dan Marino. I didn't do well at that, and then the other one was choosing to to make the smart pass, and I chose to throw it to a Colt Cruz so that way it would help him get in. So that's what I went with, and that's you know how it all unfolded. It was a it was a very uh, gripping story. Like, the guy... That's good. He was dealing with his demons with losing his dad. I'm like, I can relate to that. And then... He kind of backed away from everything and came back. It was good. I really enjoyed that, and I kind of would like to see that in other games. Okay, on that note, then, um... Here's one for you. And, it, uh, he, he, and it, we're going to stick on to that kind of thing, because, uh... You know how Persona 3, uh, not Persona 3, Persona 5 was a thing, and I was all about that game for a little bit. Nope, never played uh, it either. Oh, dear God, it was actually a fantastic game. They are actually making, a, they're actually releasing on uh, the 31st, actually, um, the Royal Edition of it. It's the same exact game, only there's, like, extra stuff to it, but yeah. it's literally everything else is the exact same on it. So that kind of upsets me a little bit. I might be crazy for that, but that's just how I feel. It, it just upsets me a little bit on that because why couldn't this have been part of the original game to begin with? But there are also a lot more of other stuff that's supposed to be there. It's like taking, like when they bring out remastered games, I'm going to use the Final Fantasy X remaster as prime example of this. Like because with the Dark Aeon fights, they were part of the International Edition. Okay. But they were never part of the original. Hmm. Well, it might just be either for a cash grab or a bunch of new DLC, maybe remastered controls and mechanics and sounds and stuff. So that's the good. The bad, obviously, you're still buying the same game and everything. So yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about that. And the funny thing is, when we recorded last time you were mentioning this, I do remember that. And you were like, oh, it's coming out sometime in 2020. Well, here we go. Four months later, here it is. 
Um, so it all comes full circle. It does. It's like Crocs and it's like, all right, it's all coming together. <laughs> so, have you seen anything for uh, Ghosts of Tsushima? Uh, no, actually, I did not even know that was a thing. Oh. Uh, what's the company? God dang it. Dang it, Bobby, what the hell? Uh, I'm just asking, what's the company that makes it? Well, I have to look that up, so. Yeah, because you, you know one thing about me, and it just stays the truth. If it's made by Bethesda, it's not touching my PlayStation. It's not. It's, it's it's by Sucker Punch. Isn't that the same people who did, uh... Oh, freaking well, it's clean. Go. Uh, isn't that the same people who did, uh, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch? Never heard of that game. I, I, no, 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 I'm, I'm thinking, like, I know the company, I'm trying to think of what was the other game that they were really big time known for. Infamous. They're not for you, though, they're for, like, bedrooms and stuff like that. Alright, well, anyway, Sucker Punch did uh, Sly Cooper and Infamous. That's what I was thinking, that's what I was thinking, but I know they had like, something to do with, like, uh, one of the main title games that a lot of people really enjoyed. And I knew Sly Cooper was definitely a big time cult classic. Yeah. But, um, Ghost of Tsushima is about samurais. Well, one specific samurai. And. It's not Samurai Jack. Oh, shut up. So, this, uh, just reading the uh, description, it's like, with Tsushima on the brink of destruction, Jin Sakai must sacrifice everything to defeat the ruthless Mongol invaders and protect what's left of his home and people. As he embarks on an epic adventure for the freedom of Tsushima, he is forced to set aside samurai traditions and become a new kind of warrior. So pretty much it's like integrating samurai and ninja. The trailer the trailer looked phenomenal. And I'm willing to give it... I'm actually willing to buy it because I love samurai culture, the armor, the, the way of Bushido, all of that stuff. So I mean... I will definitely give that a look. Send me the trailer. Yeah. So there's that. And, you know, I mean, there's another samurai game out there, Neo or Nio, whichever. I don't... Uh, Neo 2, which I I believe is on PlayStation Store right now. And I think I heard something about it being free, but I'm not 100% certain. I don't think so. But needless to say, I'm going to pass on that. Because the first one I didn't like... I only played like 10 minutes of it because it was a lot like uh, Dark Souls and all that. And I'm like, I, I'm not a fan of that. It's just like... I, I like Dark Souls. I like the difficulty of Dark Souls and everything like that. But And then I actually saw a meme on Facebook and everything like that with somebody saying something about... Um, something, 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 Dark Side. <laughs> perfect dialogue for Star Wars, right? Um, <laughs> the fact that I even remember that. Um, <laughs> well, that was a picture. I thought that was well, the link, but, you know. No, yeah. I was just saying, I was like, if you got it on YouTube and everything like that, just if, if you have, I just, uh, I'll look it up a little bit later. It's a great trailer, and, you know, I mean, I want to see some gameplay, but... If it's not like Dark Souls or anything like that, I'll give it a shot because I don't like the idea that... I mean, obviously, 
it provides much of a challenge where it's like, okay, you die. You lose your stuff until you get to here. That aggravates me. That's more annoying than anything else. Yeah. So, definitely looking at that. Is there anything coming up that you're interested in? Uh, aside from the Final Fantasy VII remake and the uh, Persona Five Royale, I—it's not like I've been really looking around for much right now. Yeah. But that's because I've had my sights move moved around all over the place. Okay. So. Given current situations at hand, I really just haven't had much time to really look. But um, I, there is actually a uh, tactical Final Fantasy that's getting ready to come out on mobile. Uh, if you know about Final Fantasy Brave Experience, it's called War of the Visions. It's going to be something I might just look at, but I'm not quite sold on. Like, But I'm going to try it out because it's not even out yet. Yeah. Uh, they do have a pre-registered where you can get... Um, a Ishtola from Final Fantasy XI as one of your characters. Okay. Right off the bat, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and what this game really entails. Because uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, I, I enjoyed the story of the game, but I, I'm not a big fan of tactical style gameplay when yeah. it comes down to how they do it with like the big old checkerboards and everything like that. Yeah, the turn-based things. I mean, turn-based RPGs are obviously Final Fantasy as itself. But when it's like, you can only move X amount of squares and stuff, I'm like, I don't want to go through that. I want to, like, the turn-based pad- battle is okay with me. Right. But, you know, I tried it. It's not my thing. But, you know, hey, to each their own. I've been messing around with uh, Destiny 2 still and everything like that. And with this current season, it's actually been fairly interesting. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, and it's also gone down into the sense of, like, it's been, the Rasputin actually has bunkers on different planets and everything like that now this current season, and you have to, because uh, the ever since the uh, the Cabal were defeated at the uh, Osiris' sundial, so they can't use it to travel back into the past. Okay. Uh, anybody who was uh, there was a couple of scions that remained behind and f- went to, over to the Almighty because you know they really never did anything about the Almighty. Yeah. And they basically destroyed any of the uh, control systems and everything like that after they set course for it to plummet into Earth. Oh wow. So now they have to rely on Red. So now the Vanguard and Anna Bray also makes them and makes a reintroduction in this as well. Uh, are back into things right now and they have to rely on Rasputin in order to keep the Almighty from hitting Earth. Is that part of, uh, what's the DLC called again? Shadow? Shadow Keep, yes, but it's also the current season that literally started like a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. See, that's the thing, like, my interest is pretty much gone because I'm, I'm low light level. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dude, it's so easy. Dude, the 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 soft cap right now is a thousand, and the hard cap is at ten ten with all the pinnacles. It is so easy to get to the one thousand soft cap. It's unreal. Like I did it within two weeks, but I know people who were done already. Well, you know, we have plenty of time to grind for that stuff. (laughs) 
may as well. What's the, what's the point of it? But uh, there's also no ritual weapons for the season, so guns like Durandy's throwing death. There's actually no scratch that. There is one, but it's literally only for Iron Banner, and it's a, and it's a bow. So And it's one I'm kind of interested in, but I'm not sure if it's going to make its way into my uh, main loadout. Okay. Yet. Not until I get my hands on it. It's called Point of the Stag. It definitely sounds like uh, a certain faction. Iron Banner. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did not bring back faction rallies, and it doesn't look like they're bringing back faction rallies. However, because there is a good however, they are bringing back the armor sets, not the uh, but the uh, but you can. They did bring back the faction ar ar armor sets and everything like that. So there's literally 11 sets of armor in the current loop pool. So it literally saturated it big time. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing. Like, once I stop playing, they change the system. And then my interest goes down the, the pooper. That's primarily why I haven't played. Because it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, people are still freaking talking a lot of shit over the current armor 2.0 setup and everything like that how uh you can actually set your own mods instead of having to grind out a god roll oh wow i like being able to set your own mods despite it kind of being somewhat realistic uh of being uh restrictive on what kind of mods you can put but all those certain kind of mods are also um elemental based and everything like that like void armor kind of affects more sort of precision weapons like the uh snipers the hand cannons scout rifles sidearms okay you, you uh, so you kind of get what i'm saying on that one yeah um and different elements have different weapons and everything like that and one particular and then, uh, but now with the introduction with this season and everything like that, they actually introduced uh, being able to change your elements on your armor and everything like that. The element affinity. Okay. However, if you want, if you say you're doing it to a max level, uh, say you're doing it to a max level, max of armor piece, so fully max work armor piece, you actually have to respend all the materials again uh. in order to in order to keep it masterwork. See, I'm not sure if you're encouraging me to jump back on or discouraging me because it, it's it's a still a system at work sounds it but it's also one of those things you have to kind of like get into they're trying to encourage more grinding and everything like that and which it definitely isn't the worst thing but also on the 12th of april they're bringing out a new difficulty for the uh, nightfall strikes and it's called grandmaster of course they would. And it's 1060 like. Oh, God. Yeah. And their description on it literally just reads, good luck. <laughs> there is no other description. It's just good luck. Ugh. So you're trying to really convince me to get back been... into it, huh? Well, you're, I did shoot you an invite to my clan called Shacks to My Pants. That's a personal problem, not mine. <laughs> I wonder if anybody created a uh, clan called Lord Salad Bars Iron Banana. Yeah, I already tried that. Ah. Uh... 
Masters of the Iron it's Banana. Actually, it's actually too long of a name. Well, yeah, they only limit it to X amount of characters, and that's pretty long anyway. That's what. That's not what she said. Ugh. Eh, at least not to you. hi yo. <laughs> See, that's the thing with me. Like speaking of Hayo, that's like a that's a line from Borderlands, and one of my main games that I've been playing was that because they just uh, boosted up levels to fifty three, and they released Mayhem four, and then now they're like retooling an entire system. I'm like, oh my god! But I've been like grinding for like the best gear for builds and everything, and. There's one that I've made that's really good, but not good enough. So. I'm kind of depressed for you, though, because you missed out on last season's weapons on Destiny 2. They're all Saint 4. They were all Saint 4 team themed. Really? Yes. For those who don't know what we're talking about, I'm not going to get into it. Just look it up. It's pretty epic. Yeah, and there was actually a mission that you can't do anymore that actually allowed you to travel through time using the sundial and save Saint-14. Really? Yes. Now, what was the reward for that other than bringing back Saint-14? Um, initially, there was also a puzzle that was going around, uh, at least a week before the Bastion was supposed to be released. A lot of people were pissed at this. Uh, people were getting the Bastion early, before the uh, card said it was supposed to release and everything like that. Okay. People were so pissed off that they got that early. That that was the reward for solving an incredibly difficult puzzle. Huh. A week before they were going to release the weapon to everybody to begin with. Huh. So what was the weapon? The Bastion. It is a uh, kinetic slow ground uh, fusion rifle. Really? Yes. What it has a, the benefits of a shotgun with the downsides of a charge time with the fusion rifle. However, it, it that thing just shreds. If you hit your shots, you are just shredding. And that gun requires patience. Huh. Watch, knowing the way that they'll work, they'll find some way to bring it back so people can get it. Either like a high rarity mm -hmm. exotic drop or something. Very possible. I don't know how they're treating the other weapons though. Like uh, with, um, I don't want. I don't want to say. I want to say the Devil's Rune, which is like a nifty little sidearm that basically it earns its nickname the One Hundred Voices. Oh wow! Because <laughs> if you actually hold down the trigger and it charges out and it shoots like a the freaking laser beam like the One Thousand Voices would, without the AOE explosion damage. Oh jeez! And it's actually. It's a niche weapon, ultimately, but it's really good. It, it'll find your way into your loadout if you're good with it, And but it's not really good in PvP. So there's that. There's that really major downside. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit If somebody sits there and goes out and just wrecks people and randomly gets a we ran out of medals out of it, hmm. I'm not going to dog them because, you know what, that takes talent to do something with something that's so niche to work with. Uh, what was the one that I was using from the Forge? Yotin? Yes. Did they nerf that? Nope. It's still untouched. Really? Yes. Is it a good weapon? Yes, it is. 
am I going to bitch when I want to complain that they didn't touch it? Yes. No, not really. Oh, okay. It's doing what it's meant to do. Just take people out in one hit, but it has like an insane charge time unless you kind of buff it. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, they haven't done it. They haven't touched it at all, or at least it's never felt like it. But I'm not a Yoten user. Well, so. you know I am. I have the Great Toaster, but I don't really use the Great Toaster. What's the Great Toaster? Yoten. Oh. Well, it is shaped like a toaster, and it tracks down enemies, so makes sense. <laughs> um, my favorite weapon, though, uh, as, uh, ever since Shadowkeep has come out and everything like that, has got to be this uh, trace rifle that they have that you get through a uh, quest line that ends with you having to solve a puzzle within the Garden of Salvation raid. Jeez. Oh, yeah, it is. It, that sounds like a pain in the ass, doesn't it? Yeah. Thankfully, solving these puzzles, you don't have to do them during in the middle of a freaking boss fight. That, that's the one thing you have going for you on that one. So you can do it after. Yeah, you can do it after. Okay. Or, yeah, so, I mean, uh, but, um... Hold on one second. What's Sophia? Yeah, we can finish it tomorrow. Just give me a few more minutes and then we will, I'll get you your bath, okay? All right. Anyway, as I was saying, um. Wow, Shadow Keep went uh, down from 35 <laughs> to 2344. Did you expect that? People are under quarantine. Money's getting tight for a lot of people. Dude, stock market even crashed the hell. Oh, to hell. Yeah, and people are like, oh, the economy's great. Um, COVID-19 came around saying, here, hold my beer. I will say this, though, man. Once everything starts clearing up, it'll be one of the time to start buying at the stock market and then sell, all, sell off. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're in a bull market right now, and it's going to shoot up. Or is it bear market? I don't know which term is which. I want to say it's bear. I'm not sure. But... I don't know. I don't work economics. I don't fondle around with the stock market, but I might just do so within my own company if I have some extra money. Yeah. I mean, I got this app. I'm not going to say the name because hashtag not sponsored. Um, they gave me a stock in Sirius XM, and I was like, okay, cool. And then I sold that one because it was at like $7, and it was going to drop. So I was like, all right, I'm doing that now. And then I invested all of that into a marijuana company because things I read and it, it was doing all right. It was doing all right. And then crash and it's at like 55 cents a share. It was up to like $3. I'm like, Oh, and then when they had the little, uh, emergency funding stimulus there, it shot up to $75 and I wasn't looking at it at all. And I'm like, damn, I could have had like $300 there. So pay up the away. Uh, yeah, um, so, that's just how I'm looking at things right now. Well, if <sighs> I if I did the smart thing and paid attention, I would have sold it at that moment, and then like now I would have put that three hundred dollars right back into that company because I because we all know once this yeah. once this all ends, everything's gonna shoot back up, and I'm like, damn, I would have made out like gangbusters. Hmm. I'm still wondering how, like, Bungie stock is going to have fun with on uh, 
with uh, when the stock market goes back into effect. Because honestly, I'm actually really surprised. The one thing that really has not gone up in price over the last 15 to 20 years has been brand new games. Yeah. They've always been relatively 60 bucks every single time on a brand new game. Jeez, Spotify went up to $129. It went up 10% today. <laughs> well, yeah. What else are people going to listen to? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can listen to us on Spotify, because we're there. Woo! Oh, Disney shot up 14% to $98.12 a share. If I, I had got money saying that that's uh, because of like the new all the new Disney Plus uh, subscriptions. Well, there's that. There's also the transition from CEOs and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's volatile, but also I'm definitely hedging my bets on there because of you know, stay home, stay safe. Oh, yeah, it's 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 a nutty freaking world out there. Streaming services are going up in stock, but you know, so but now they're going down. So I don't know what are we real? What's really going on behind the scenes? And I'm not putting on my tinfoil hat here. I'm just saying there's more. There's something more going on. Yeah. So Bungie is not on the stock market. They're a private company. So unless uh, I thought they were, I thought they were public. I thought they were uh, public traded. Nope, uh, Activision is. Yeah, but they're not part of Bungie anymore. Thank God for that. Yeah. Crap, Division CEO over there at Activision would rather wipe his ass with a one thousand dollar bill than give him anybody else any money. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm sorry if I swore too much. <laughs> I'll cut it down next time, I promise. Well, that being said, I think it's time to call it a night on this recording. Sure, seven yeah. minutes early, but I kind of have the urge to download Destiny again, so smooth move, x Yeah, because he's going to sit there and play with me. That's disgusting. <laughs> So get to it. I will see you on there. Uh, hopefully your download goes by quick. Uh, it should. I've been able to download like 25 gigs in about an hour and a half, so that's not bad. On that note, you've been listening to Social Distancing with Mike Landana. Hopefully uh, we'll still be here to talk again next week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Good night, everybody. This has been Social Distancing with Mike Landana. For more, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash social distancing podcast. Also, check out the Discord server. I'm usually on every day.